0: Welcome to the wonderful world of Pragmatic Psychology. I'm your host Susanna Mittermeier and we are going to explore how your difference is the gift that our world requires. Welcome everyone to this episode of Pragmatic Psychology Be the Peacock. This is Susanna Mittermeier, and today I have a special guest with me. Her name is Sarah Grandinetti. Sarah is a creator of magnitude, has so many things she's going on, has going on. And she started out being a um, hairdresser in a celebrity hair salon in Los Angeles, and Now she has added so many things to her life. She is an international speaker, certified facilitator of access consciousness, inspires people with so many things to realize their dreams, all kinds of things with consciousness. And also the thing we're going to talk about today is a different paradigm about creating with your kids, a different paradigm of um, parenting. So welcome Sarah to this podcast episode. So happy! Thank
1: to you for it. having me. I'm so excited about this conversation. Um, I know a lot of people are asking for it, especially during this COVID era in our world. Um, parenting is kind of taken on a whole new parameter. You know, like you said, paradigm is probably a better word. Um, and people require some tools.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I've seen, like, you have you have four kids, and I've seen you so different with approaching having kids and being a mother. And also when when your kids have stuff going on, you know, like usually people go, oh, how can I save my kids? You know, how can I protect them? What can I do to make things better? Like already assuming that there's something, something troubling, something wrong. But you have a very different way of going about this. So can you talk a little bit about what else is possible?
1: So one of the most basic, simple things that we as parents can get is how our lives were created. Meaning every time that we ventured out and whether it was, you know, touching the hot stove that mom and dad told you not to touch and you got a burn on your finger. And then you were like, oh, here's the information I required to not choose that again. We, as parents think we have to put a bubble around our kids. So they never have these experiences. And what I know is that a lot of the things that have given me the awarenesses to what I would like to choose in my life are the things that I kind of went out and messed up, you know, like, yes, there are the glory moments, but if you go back to your life and you look over and you go, wow, um, I made this choice in school and it created this result. Oh, I knew not to choose that again, or I knew what the outcome would be because I chose it. So my point of view from parenting is let them get messy let your kids make the mistakes that are and air quotes on mistakes. I know we're on, or not on video, but there's air quotes on it. Let them choose something to get the awareness. You know, I, um, I've walked through a number of fires in the last year with my kids choosing interesting things, but the conversations that were had were things that I couldn't have just brought to the table if they hadn't made the choice. I had a daughter who chose an interesting thing with like shoplifting and talking about shoplifting and having people think she shoplifted and all this stuff. And, and she brought it to me because she wasn't in fear of a consequence. She knew that we could talk about the choice and, and I, I didn't have to punish her. She was punishing herself. That's the other thing. She was punishing herself enough. She was in so much judgment of herself. And I was like, okay, okay. Cool, what did this choice create? And what do you know now you would like to choose? And she gave me a long list of things that she saw with separation from friends, with friends' parents that now thought that their daughter couldn't hang out with her anymore. She saw a slew of things I could have never shown her myself by just talking about it. And I was like, okay, you got the awareness. All right, now what do we need to do to clean up this mess? And we just dove in and cleaned it up and and she's great, but she chose something and got the awareness. And that's what we've been avoiding with our kids is letting them choose, letting them make a mess.
0: Wow. Okay. So there's already so much in there. So one of the things you said, instead of needing to punish her, I asked her, so what is this choice creating? So there she could get her own awareness of, okay, I'm making this choice. What is this creating? She got a lot of awarenesses and she got to find out what is true for her. So that is so different to like, it's so interesting, this need to, this thing of, I have to punish my child as though that is making things better.
1: Yeah. Well, that to me is like a, um, it's like DNA of parenting. So it's like, (laughs) it's handed down the same way, you know, people believe that you create your body from DNA with your parents, which that's a whole nother podcast, but you know, it's like a tradition, maybe a tradition that's handed down the same way, you know, where you put the Christmas tree and how you hang the stockings. Parenting comes with consequences and punishment. And when I saw, um, with my first, cause I have a couple older kids and a couple younger kids. Um, when I saw what that punishment was doing nothing. It was just sending a kid to the room to stew on how much separation they're going to create with you for the next little time. And in the moment of the air quotes mistake or the choice that didn't create is what I would rather call it. That is the most vulnerable moment for you to get in to Mm -hmm. contribute to your kids. So I always say conversation over consequence. So anywhere that I can have a conversation over delivering a consequence, I will choose it. Because the kid is already like in that, that vulnerable puddle that you would desire them to be in in order to have them receive a different possibility. Punishment creates a wall and barrier. They don't want to hear you. All they're hearing is what the punishment is and how that's going to affect their life. And that they're not going to have their TV. Or they're not going to have their devices or whatever. And now they have... Stop listening. They just they're they're checked out. Okay, cool. Tell me what my punishment is, and now it's just a matter of them getting through their punishment and going on to the next choice. And you didn't get anything in. So, and it's not that we don't choose any amount of consequences. There are still consequences, but that is attached to choice. So, if I can have your listeners hear this, when I deliver a consequence, it's because I have laid out what the choice will create already. So, hey, if you don't get this chore done that I'm asking you to do, here will be the consequence for that. Okay. And also a big fan of letting the punishment like match the crime or how that saying goes. You know what I mean? Like don't overkill on punishment, but it's like, Hey, you won't get to go to your friend's house if this doesn't get done or if your school work's not turned in here is, I'm already laying out what the consequence for that choice will be. Now, if they make the choice, it's not about, delivering an intensity or about, you know, um, getting angry or, or making them feel small. It's like, Hey, this is what you choose. This is, this is what you chose. We talked about it. You agreed to it. Now here's the consequence. What would you like to choose next time? But not from I'm coming off. Like I was raised where I had a dad who would fly off the handle on everything. He had this vein that would come down the forehead, his forehead, and it would pulsate. And that's all I could stare at because it was so intense. If you did anything, and I was always walking on eggshells, to not want to get yelled at. But what that created was me hiding every choice I ever made from my parents mm-hmm. and not ever having a conversation with them about what I was choosing and what they might know about that choice.
0: Wow, that is so cool. So there's like no coming from, okay, you did something wrong. You need to do it right next time, which is the usual way of do, of going about things. But from, okay, you have choice. This is what you chose. This is what the choice created. Now what? Such a different and empowering perspective, you know, and, uh, it's so cool that this is out there in the world. This is so cool that, you know, parents can go, wait a second, this is much lighter. This is actually how I want to, this is, this feels more like me, you know, I want to, I would have liked to be raised like this. Okay. Now I can, I can apply this to, to my kids. It's so freeing that, you know, parents are not wrong for not punishing their children, but that they can trust what they know about, you know, being with their kids or whatever, what they know works, which is oftentimes much different. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And shout out to access consciousness, the tools, uh, Gary Douglas, Dr. Dane here for, for showing us a different possibility, because I know I was on a path to creating parenting the way that my parents parented me too. Cause I thought that's how it had to be what I know. And I know, you know, this too, you know, as being a access consciousness certified facilitator the main thing you're facilitating all the time is someone's wrongness. Like if you really get to the bottom of it, it's like people are like, here's where I'm wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, they're trying to get right, but it's this innate wrongness. Mm-hmm. And where does that come from? But if they, if a child was born into a world where wrong wasn't um, a reality, imagine the world we would have you know, if, if a child grew up going, Oh, choice creates awareness. Okay. I have the awareness of the future I'd like to create. And this isn't it, you know? Okay, cool. Course correct. You know, rather than I'm so wrong and bad, how long do you have to sit with? I'm so wrong and bad, which is my interesting point of view about why we do punishment is because we think the kids are going to sit there and think about, you know, not how wrong they are, but how wrong maybe, you know, or how wrong they are. Really. That's really what shows up is they're like, go to your room and think about it. Like, think about how wrong I am. Swim in your,
0: swim in your wrongness.
1: I (laughs) just drill that into my reality. And then we wonder why, you know, we grow up, we move on from our parents' house and slash control. And we, a lot of people don't know how to navigate. Mm. And so they go to what they've learned their entire life is how wrong they are. They try to create with those energies rather than choice creates. And I have awareness.
0: Definitely. And all the secrets that people have to invent and create to, you know, don't look at this because maybe that adds to my wrongness list in your world. Everything you have to hide, but then you also have to hide your greatness, your creativity, your difference. And that is something I wanted to ask you about because I also know... You have this wonderful way of showing your kids that they can actually receive and that they can receive from the world and that they can receive from other people. You know, I've watched you when you ask some of us, um, send your daughter some, some videos when she had a rough time. Can you talk a little bit about this and what you facilitated for her with that?
1: Yeah. Um, well to segue into Mm -hmm. that, the wrongness conversation is like kids Beings, all of us, are going to get enough wrongness and judgment in the world. Like to me, being at home should be where you you get judged way, way, way less at minimum. You know, and so I was sending my daughter off to school where she was being bullied, and she was coming home with so much wrongness in her world, didn't know how to approach it, and I was of the mind of like looking at the bully, like that's what the reality tells us is like, well, where's the bully coming from, and why are they doing this, and da 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 da, right? And then I had a friend send me a video for Shyla and he said, you know, Hey, if this contributes and he just talked to her about her greatness. Now this is already how I parent in regards to every day. You know, I talk to my kids about their greatness all the time, but somewhere in this situation, I, I, wasn't looking at that I was looking at the bully thing like Um, like you
0: tried like to okay where's this person why they're doing this and and stuff like that mm -hmm. okay
1: yeah Mm -hmm. and like talking to the school about how to fix the bully and how to like putting all my attention on what was wrong Mm -hmm. not what was great putting my attention in the school of how they needed to do something about this not what I could change with Shyla that would make her no longer the effect of it
0: what I can change with my kid that makes the kid no longer the effect of it that's Wow. That's different.
1: And so when she watched this video from this friend, she, um, it was one morning and I was kind of like, she didn't want to go to the car. She wanted to go to school. And I also don't force kids into those situations. So I'm like, okay, your choice. Hey, do you want to watch this video really quick? My friend said it and you know him. And so maybe this will contribute. And she watched it. And after she watched it, she just got out of the car, skipped off to school. Like nothing had ever happened. And I was like, what (laughs) What was that? (laughs) So, um, I, uh, so then I got the idea. I did a Facebook live that like literally an hour later and just asked for people all over the world that I knew that were connected to access consciousness and beyond that might see that video to send me videos. And we got flooded with uh, hundreds of videos from people just speaking to this child about her greatness, um, that they might've never met her, but they tap in, they know you know what she needs to hear. And so I just started showing her those every day before school and the bullying stopped. But why is that? The thing is, the judgment of her was not in her world. And what I know about judgment is that judgment comes towards you that is not in your world. You can't validate it with your point of view about you at all. It seems ludicrous. So it doesn't stick. And um, so like I talk about this in the beauty classes. like If you don't have the point of view that you have a big nose, and someone says, wow, your nose is huge... You might just go, wow, are you talking to me? Like, that's weird. I don't, you know, because I, I was teased for my nose by my mother, by my grandmother, my whole life, telling me that I would drown in a rainstorm. But my whole life, I've loved my nose. I love my nose. So it did not matter that they said anything about my nose because I knew how much I loved my nose. So same thing goes for Shyla When she started to perceive her greatness from these videos and started to know the difference that she bees... When she walked into campus, it was no longer, she was no longer a target because the bullying would have no effect on her. They had to move on. And that, that was a huge message for me of like, you know what, like this, this can change realities if we really started to parent from the place of, you know, reminding our kids of their greatness.
0: Wow. That is so, so wonderful. Like when I heard about this and your idea to include the whole world. And go, hey, would you please contribute to my child here? However you know to do so. That is so moving. It's like you invited her to receive from the whole world. And to have, you know, to look at her through other people's eyes. Look at her through other people's eyes who don't judge her. Who wish her well. Who have her back. This is such a different approach to to being with your children, you know, like receive from the world. Like there's pe- there are people who are there for you. That is such a wonderful thing. And then, as you said, when she didn't have the point of view anymore that she is someone who needs to be bullied, that when she didn't have the point of view anymore that she's wrong, then the abuse stopped. And that is such a powerful thing to learn. That, you know, yeah. learning that we are in control, that we create our reality, that when we buy a point of view from someone that, oh, I'm supposed, okay, bullying me, there must be something right about this because I'm so wrong. And there is some reality to it, how it continues. But the moment you go, no, what wrong with me? No, I'm strong. I'm not wrong. I'm strong. I, you, you don't get something here. Then you you become the leader and the situation changes.
1: I also, you know, like, I think you mentioned that I've been in the beauty industry for quite some time and I also facilitate beauty classes. And what I noticed with this and how it ties in is my whole life, I was told I was beautiful. Like my parents, my grandparents, you know, whatever, like projecting beauty at me, like a good judgment, like, Hey, um, you know, Oh my God, my daughter, you're so beautiful. Right. And I started to see that as, you know, that projection of good judgment, but it was never me acknowledging it. Never me acknowledging my greatness or the, the beauty that I be. Um, so I started a long time ago with my girls to start saying, do you know how beautiful you are? Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, you're so beautiful. Do you know how amazing you are? And re- standing there and waiting for a response. And sometimes it's no. No. sometimes they come right back is like, no, or my little one is always like, do you know how beautiful you are? Like right back to me. And I was like, that's not how we receive girl, you know? And I was like, do you know how beautiful you are? And then being there in a moment for them to go, yes, actually I do. Thanks. You know? Um, and so that goes with their greatness. If you're getting them to acknowledge it and empowering them to know that they know it's no longer this thing that they can keep out that they've never acknowledged. Like, Oh yeah, yeah. You're supposed to say that to me. You're supposed to tell me that you're my mom or you're whatever. And so that goes, it's not just with beauty. I mean, you know, asking our kids like, wow, like when they succeed in school and bring home a good grade and instead of saying good job, it's like, wow, do you know how brilliant you are? Mm -hmm. Do you know what a gift you are? Wow. You know, and getting them to, you know, repeat it back to you.
0: That's a really cool thing. Um, really acknowledging also that both Good and bad judgments are limiting. I've seen this in so many people like siblings going, oh, you're the beautiful one, but you're not smart. Oh, you're the smart one, but you're not beautiful. You know, it's like good and bad are both limitations rather than, wait a second, what do I know? If I receive the acknowledgement beyond the positive judgment, as you said, like, wait a second, yes, I hear what you say. And what's beyond this? What do I know? Wonderful. What a great way of facilitating wow, this opens up so much space of being with each other and our kids. It's just really, wow. So I know you are creating with this and you are um, playing with this even more. So uh, is there anything that is coming up or anything that, you know, you want to invite people to?
1: (laughs) Yeah. um, So we've been putting together, so we, after realizing what Was created with these videos. We wanted to create something. Um, the friend of mine that sent the original video is actually a film creator. And so we got to talking and he said, what else is possible here? And I was like, I know. Right. And we started to look at it. So we've been creating a documentary called the starfish documentary. And, um, it's to give people this message that basically, If you choose something like this, whether it's you telling your kids every day, gathering videos yourself or whatever, that just giving kids these positive affirmations or these these acknowledgements every day will actually change the course of how they see themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's that easy. It really is that easy. And like I had my other daughter kind of sidestep for a second on that, but my other daughter, when she was like in third grade, she, since she was in kindergarten would always somehow be paired with a child who had special needs somehow. Like they would either sit at the same desk, they would be partners in a project, they would be, and um, there was a kid in kindergarten. He didn't have, you couldn't understand him. Like he wasn't, he was verbal, but he was gargled with his speech and she could understand every word. And so she would translate between this kid and um, the teacher. And so basically what came of it was each year, I don't know if the teachers were talking or what, they would pair my daughter with a child who required an extra special like friend or whatever. And so one day my daughter goes up to the teacher and said, would it be okay if I stand in front of the class and, um, acknowledge everybody every day before the class ends. And she said, I'm going to work on it at lunch. I have my list of everybody's names and I'm going to say something kind to each person before they leave for the day. And the teacher was like, okay, like she was willing to have it. And, um, she did it because she knew that her friend, the special needs kid required to hear it publicly. And that's what she told me. She was three she was eight years old in third grade. And so she did. And the teacher called me in and was like, Sarah, she said, I've been teaching for over 10 years and I've never done anything like this. And she said, this child has changed how I approach parenting or not parenting, sorry, teaching for the rest of my career. And she said, I now have implemented that everybody gets acknowledged before they go home each day. And I just like, so tying in, yes, there's a documentary coming out and there's a lot to be created with this, but how we are raising our children, they are already the effect in the world if you would have it you don't have to wait till they go off to college and get their degree for them to change the world. They're changing the world constantly. And if you are willing to be that difference as a parent, then you are contributing to them knowing that they can do anything at this age as well. Yeah. For me, like the ripple effect of that, like I got chills <laughs> because that teacher was me. She might've been 10 years and maybe six years or something like that into teaching. And so she has many more years to teach. And I was like, wow, my sweet Talia invited every kid that's going to go through her class for the next 20 years (laughs) to have a different reality as a teacher because of one thing that I'm going to choke up but one thing she knew that would contribute to this one child and she included everybody in it
0: that is so cool so how you guys changing the world today that you have not yet acknowledged Sarah this was an amazing conversation thank you so much for you and the difference you be where can people find you
1: uh, Sarah grandinetti.com. Yeah. And um on there. I actually have a monthly parenting call that I do. It's called the, it's called being you being with them. Um, we have people that are on there with no kids and they come on and they unparent themselves as well. So they get to receive a different style of parenting and different conversations and then look back at what they received from their parents, not to make them wrong, but to go, okay, I don't have to blame my parents anymore. I can now parent me in a different way, be there for me in a different way and um kind of unparent and then we have parents that come on and get so beautifully vulnerable each month and um it's such a gift to be able to facilitate with these tools for
0: parents right now especially thank you wow so cool (sighs) what else is possible thank you for being on thank you for inspiring us and uh yeah big hugs to you and thank you guys for listening and um you know bring in your your feedbacks your whatever you get from these conversations i'm always grateful to hear from you guys and looking forward to next time bye Bye. everyone bye how was the show for you are you inspired feel free to share this episode with anyone you think would appreciate it too Thank you for the contribution you are to spreading possibilities around the world. For more information, visit my webpage www.susannamittermeier.com.